0: Hello and welcome back or welcome to the Riley Breakfield Show. I am your host, the one, the only, Riley Breakfield, also known as Titties by some of my friends as well as some of my enemies. Um, This is a podcast where we'll talk mostly about sports, but every now and then we like to dive into politics. I like to share my opinions, my thoughts about whatever's going on in the world. Sometimes I try to catch a pedophile. You know, sometimes I'm always talking about whatever comes to my mind. There could be a multitude of things. I mean, college football to racism to child pedophilia, to school shooters, to, I think Joe Biden's old and should be put in a retirement home. I mean, you name it. We'll talk about, it, I'll talk, you know, about Taylor Swift and her boyfriend that she just broke up with, you know, sad deal for her. But once again, she still seems to be the problem. But yeah, that's, that's most of the shows about was pretty much anything that I feel like talking about. So if you enjoyed hit that uh, subscribe button so you can uh, listen to new weekly episodes, um, every Every Thursday, I have new episodes. Sorry about the ums. I'm really struggling today with my brain. But you can also find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Pretty regular on Twitter. Every now and then, I post a random TikTok. Not very often on Instagram am I. So <clears throat> let's just get into it. What's today showing going to about? News. A um, top five. That should be a good one. I think it's going to put the internet on fire, hopefully. Probably will well, probably get like 10 likes and 200 views, but that's okay. <clears throat> and then we'll finish off with a little bit of... NBA playoff preview talk here. NBA playoffs are pretty much getting set. Got a couple go playing games tonight. A couple more on Friday. I had a couple last nights. We'll talk about that. And uh, yeah, let's just uh, get into it. Over the weekend, UFC 287 took place. Um, headline event was Israel Asanya versus uh, Alex Pereira. Pereira. I don't really know how you say his name. I, I'm Probably butchering it. Jorge Masvidal was also an undercard. Um, he retired after he won. Um, you know, his career started out as being an undercard fighter on Kimbo Slice videos. So quite the crazy turnaround in life he's had. But uh, one of the best there ever was. Definitely no doubt about that. He was definitely an unreal talent and fun to watch. So sad to see him go. But obviously the big event, Adesanya gets the win, gets a knockout over Pereira. After losing to him three times in the past, twice in kick spot, he hit twice in kickboxing, once in the UFC, you know, after the fight, Adesanya put three arrows into him for all three of his defeats. I don't think he knew that he was doing that, but he did that, you know, that was that's Pereira's celebration. And obviously he set the internet ablaze with his uh move that he did to Pereira's son. Pereira's son had mocked him on um, a kickboxing fight back in the day and pretended to be knocked out cold on the mat. Like he literally just dropped. It's a crazy video and then you know, Adesanya found his son, pointed him out, and did the exact same thing. So it was quite funny, quite hilarious move. But it was quite the fight, from what I'm told. I didn't watch it. I don't pay for that shit. I just check it out on Twitter or Reddit, man. That's just how it be. And the NBA, obviously, talking. We we'll do a little playoff talking here a bit, but the NBA is investigating the Mavs for tanking because they sat all their starters. Luke only played one quarter on Slovenia night, where he is from. Sad deal for those people. But they decided to tank instead of trying to get into the playing tournament. This whole playing tournament is something the NBA created. You know, basically Zion Williamson in the playoffs back in the COVID year. But now it's more of a like, ooh, look, you still have a chance, you still have a chance. But I don't think anyone out of the playing tournament is going to win the title. And you know, I think Dan Big Cats Cats said it best on part of my take um, earlier today. He said, until one of those teams does that, wins championship, I don't think the playing is going to be taken serious. And that's exactly right. Why would you go play in the playing tournament? When, you know, especially for the Mavs, you weren't having a good year, things really fell apart down there at the end. I'd worry about building up the roster because obviously someone's missing, Kyrie's probably the problem. But, you know, at the same time, why not just have the chances of keeping your first-round pick that will be, hopefully, a top-10 pick instead of playing in the playing tournament, losing a game or two, and then you're just done. Like, just, it's a waste of time, so... I don't know. I, I think the Mavs did the right thing. I don't think if you have a chance, why why would you waste it? I mean, why go play more games? Why have the risk of injury? If you don't think you're gonna make it, fucking tank. That's what everyone does in the NBA anymore, right? So, OBJ, Woodale Beckham Jr. himself has finally found a team after taking, well, not by choice, all of last year off after his was his ACL injury. ACL injury. And he took pretty much the whole year off. Nobody was really interested in him. And then the Ravens decided to offer him $15 million guaranteed. I believe it's a total of $18 million though on the incentives and whatnot, but 15 mil guaranteed, obviously showing that um, the Ravens are willing to spend money. And obviously that Lamar Jackson more than likely is going to be back with the Ravens next year. So <clears throat> very interesting. You'll see how that plays all out, but I'd be very surprised if Lamar didn't go there now because, you know, him and Odell kind of posting stuff on social media. So I, I'd be very surprised if he didn't end up back there devin white star linebacker for the tampa bay Buccaneers, uh recently requested a trade i believe yesterday that's tuesday i'm recording on wednesday so he's looking to get traded you know i i don't really know why or there's really been no reason given for it um i think he might just think the bucks aren't going to pay him or the bucks they you know they've already had contract extension talks hasn't gone Oh, well, maybe i'm pretty sure he's I'm pretty sure he's signed through a couple years i think he already got an extension deal so I don't really understand why or what what's his reasoning. Probably just doesn't want to be in Tampa Bay anymore. Doesn't have Tom Brady as a quarterback, so he's looking for somewhere new. So interesting to see where he goes. Definitely, you know, in my opinion, one of the top five best middle linebackers in the NFL. And another top five one is his running mate, Levante David, also in Tampa Bay. So I don't know. Interesting move. I'm interested to see where he goes. You know, probably maybe just wants a little bit more usage or something. I, I wants to play on a better contender, maybe. That would make sense, but I don't know. Hoping the best for him. Obviously an LSU guy, so I want him to succeed very, very much. Jake Paul, Nate Diaz are apparently going to be fighting August 5th in a boxing match. So Jake Paul has himself another fight, I guess. I think Nate Diaz hopefully will win this one and beat the fucking shit out of him. But you never know. Ben Albright probably did one of the most wild things I've seen on Twitter in a very, very long time. He posted this Twitter thread Talking about how he emotionally cheated on his girlfriend or fiance. I'm just going to read it. I just got to get pulled up here. I forgot to do that before the show. But I got to read it because it's just absolutely wild. One of the best things I've seen in a long time. So we'll start off. I am Benjamin Albright on Twitter. If you want to go find this, I'm pretty sure it's still up. I've been a bad friend. I've been a bad partner. I cheated on my partner. Not physically, but emotionally. Which is worse too many. No one asked me to type this, and it is me typing it. I really messed up a thread. Okay. Try to do... Oh wait, 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 wait. I messed up. Wait up. Wait up wait up wait up wait up. I've had a really great person. I've been a father and she had the kid she and she had kids and they were phenomenal too. We rushed into things. A thing I don't regret at all, but it progressed quickly. She was a big cheerleader for my career. When I got down, she really went the bat. Hold on, I gotta go to the next one. Try to pick me up, encourage me. I struggle with words of affirmation, her love language, but I'm big with acts of service, mine. She's kind of the opposite. We had a rocky go of it in spurts, but always pushed through. Some fights were my fault, some hers she had trauma. That's by far my favorite fucking line throughout that whole Twitter thread. Just He just puts it, you know, some fights were his, some fights were hers, but he's like, but she had trauma. You're like, okay, pal. Really seems like this one's come from the heart. It seems like somebody's a little upset. We had a rock, oh wait, I already read that part. I'm so fucking stupid. Sorry. From her past about being left abandoned. And that was a stressor at times, but I under- understandably so. We had some knockdown drag out Fights, but pushed through every time, and we were stronger for it, or so it seemed. I began to lose confidence in myself. There were other physical issues on my end as a result. So what did my dumbass do? I didn't reach out to my partner and talk about the talk about it with them. I did the dumbest thing possible: tried talking and sexting my ex. On my end, as a result. Oh, did i already read that man okay yes i already did i'm getting struggled here yep i'm that type of piece of shit happened four or five times over a six month period that piece of shit he adds and of course it all came out and a good woman who was in who is the love of my life and her children are now have to deal with my fuck-ups I'd spend the rest of my life trying to make it up to them, but I think we all know with the uh, unforgivable comes not being forgiven. She may see this, she may not. This isn't my letter, my letter or Hail Mary. Sure, fucking seems like it, pal. It's my accountability to world, to world for being a pretty scummy person and warning to everyone else not to do, not to be stupid. If you find one, your person. Don't lie to them. Don't cheat on them. Open up while you can. I mean, it's a very valid point. I do agree that you should always talk to your spouse or your significant other about everything. But at the same time, I don't think that you should post a t- Twitter thread basically apologizing and not call it a Hail Mary because it definitely seems like a Hail Mary. And don't really throw her trauma against her, in my opinion. But that was by far my favorite part. So, absolutely wild. Maybe one of the wildest things I've seen on Twitter in a while. Not to some sad stuff. Um, Louisville had an active shooter earlier this week. Um, Guy went into a bank, killed five people, I believe. Sounds like he was just a loony bin once again. You know, Guns getting put in somebody's hands that don't need them. I did see a post you know, saying so- something from the New York Post saying that he was an athlete, so he had concussions. Doesn't fucking matter, man. Does not matter. You don't go in and kill people, point blank period. You just don't do that. You go talk to someone, you just don't kill people. That's good and evil. I don't care if you're messed up in the head or not. You just don't do that just another thing that's fucking gonna get blown up you know sad 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 world i should have put this one earlier but talking a little bit about youtube tv here now they now have the rights to sunday nfl tickets um you know i i've never understood i understand you know i understand it but i don't at the same time it's a double entendre i know maybe i said that word wrong probably he did who fucking cares I understand why they have regional games, you know, because certain people live in certain areas, they would love to watch their team, but at the same time, tons of people live in those areas and don't get to watch the teams that they would like to see, you know, and there's what? There's 16 teams, so we have a game. So there's 13 teams, 16 games, sorry. We have one game on Thursday, one game on Sunday, one game on Monday. That leaves 13 games on the first couple of weeks, you know, and you spread that out for throughout that Sunday. At any given time, I think – there's like five games, five or six games going on in the time at the time frames on Sunday. I still don't understand why you can't just watch them all. Like I feel like the NFL would make a lot more money if they broadcasted all the games on like different channels. Like you don't just have to have CBS and Foxy. I'm sure you could strike a deal with ESPN. I'm sure even TNT would come in there. I mean Fox has Fox and they also have Fox Sports, you know, so that like they could put two different games on necessarily. I just don't get it. I've never been a fan of that. It's, that's one of my biggest problems with the NFL. Is you know I, li- I lived in Montana for most of my life. Obviously, we always got the Seahawks and the Broncos. I never fucking cared to watch those teams play. Now down here in Louisiana, it's the Saints. I don't really care too much about the Saints. You know the teams that I would rather watch. I'm not really a big NFL fan. I don't really have a team anymore. But I don't. I'm not going to turn the the television on once a team or two teams I don't even care about. Like I watch the playoffs, obviously, that's different. But the regular season to me is just so boring and mundane. Like, I would much prefer the ability to just watch all the games. I feel like that would increase revenue for them, but probably not. I'm probably way off on that one, but that's just my thoughts and opinions. I hate that there's, seeing as this NFL Sunday ticket, we have to pay like, at least $300 if you want to watch all the games. I feel like their fan base might grill if they had it on more channels. Just my opinion. Instead of only having to watch one game you know, and then check the scores. and like, Who cares about halftime shows? You can literally stagger out the games throughout the day to where no one has to watch a halftime show because who wants to watch a halftime show? You'd rather just watch football. Like that's what I do during ball season. I just go from one game to the next. Oh, they're playing right now. Perfect. Like college football does it. And their numbers seem fine. I, I think the NFL could do it. Like it just, it seems like it would be better in my opinion, me as a fan of football and a fan of sports, I would prefer it that way. But then again, who am I? I'm just some guy who has like 10 followers on his podcast. So just my thoughts and opinions about that. But, as I talked earlier in the intro, sometimes I talk about the latest child pedophile, and raise the fucking alarms, we got another one. Dalai Lama was caught on a hot mic asking a young boy to suck his tongue. Lovely, isn't it? Yeah, so it just kind of continues to prove the point that people that seem to be in power, people that seem to be elite, um, are attracted to kids for some reason. Don't really understand why that is, but... It's fucking weird. It needs to be stopped, obviously. Just absolutely weird move. But at the same time, oh, no, there's no excuse, I guess. But at the same time, it's like this guy that, you know, hasn't had sex his whole life because of purity or chasticity. Like, why are they always go to the weirdest shit possible? Like, they just do the absolute weirdest creepy shit. Popes? Another one. Like, like I just don't understand it. You're supposed to be men of God, men of honor. You're fucking trying to bang kids? Weird. But And then he put a notes app apology, which if you're familiar with that, that's your notes app. You open it and type an apology. It's one of the like most unauthentic apologies probably you could make for anybody, in my opinion. But going from one weirdo to talking about someone who doesn't like weirdos, J.K. JK Rowling um, will now be an executive producer on the new HBO Max show about Harry Potter. Apparently they're going to do about seven to ten seasons uh the amount of the books obviously i think they're gonna do ten seasons but it's going to be more of a in detailed, um you know throughout the books kind of diving more into a lot more detail stuff that wasn't obviously included in the movies. so i'm kind of excited for it i'm a big fan of harry potter i love all the books i do love the movies. so it's kind of weird you know they haven't been gone for that long for them to be doing this but i'm excited to check it out and see what it's about so hopefully it's good but that's all for that that's all the news i got for you So we're going to advance on here to my top five. My top five this week is my top five worst TV characters. These are only from shows I've seen, obviously. My number one is probably going to shock a lot of people. Maybe, maybe not. Number one, Meredith Grey. Absolute worst main character in a TV show ever. Bland-ass personality. I know looks aren't everything, but she's... She's nothing to look at. She's nothing special. She um, slept with a married man, so she's a whore. She might be a good doctor. I don't really think that she is. She's absolute despised that woman. They couldn't have chose a worse person for the role, in my opinion. Well, I'm not saying that whatever her name is, a bad actress, but I just absolutely hated the way she played the role. It was, she's bland. She's bland, hated her truth. She, she said the most stupid shit sometimes where I was like, what are you talking about? But she is downright my number one worst TV character of all time. Absolutely despise that one. Number two, Andy from The Office. Ed Helms. I like him, but that was at that point when I watched The Office, I was like, "This, this show is ruined for me. I literally don't like that show because of him. He just makes me uncomfortable. I understand that's probably the point of his character, but he's just absolutely downright one of the worst human beings I've ever seen in television history. Easy. Number three, Ramsey Bolton. For familiar with Game of Thrones, guys is fucking absolutely terrifying, absolutely disgusting. That was probably one of the first TV characters I watched where I was like, I would love to just jump through the TV and fuck this guy up. Like absolutely, he played the role phenomenally. You know that was obviously the way that it was supposed to be, but absolutely one of the worst TV characters there's ever been. Number four, Ross Geller from Friends. I don't if a real man cried as much as he does like his character did in just real life they would have no friends they would not be able to get girls like it's just he just whines and whines and whines and complains, and complains and complains and complains and is a know-it-all absolute horrible scumbag those people that are like that in real life fuck you first of all that's all i gotta say ross keller goes down as easily probably top 10 like worst character of all time throughout everyone's list in my opinion there's no way you watch that show and enjoy his character number five Back to Game of Thrones, Joffrey, Joffrey Baratheon. I, I know I'm stumbling today. Absolutely hated him, dude. The same thing as Ramsay Bolton. I wanted, I just couldn't wait for the day for somebody to kill him. I was hoping that somebody would cut his head off or torture him or something. I mean, they did torture him when they poisoned him, so that, that was kind of fun to watch. But absolutely one of the worst characters in the history of television. So that's my personal top five worst TV characters there are. There's some other ones. Debbie Gallagher, shameless, absolutely hated her. Um, She was kind of number six. I don't really have any other honorable mentions, I guess. But top five worst TV characters of all time, my opinion. Let's move on. Let's talk a little bit of NBA playoff preview here. Obviously, we got the play-in games going. Lakers and Timberwolves played last night. Um, Timberwolves were doing really good, but they kind of crumbled down there at the end. Probably just the NBA's way of trying to get LeBron into playoffs. Can't blame them. He's so amazing. No, fuck the NBA. It's rigged. I know it's rigged. But that means Lakers advance. They'll take on the Grizzlies in round one. Um, we have another side. Hawks and Heat played last night as well. Hawks absolutely seem to demolish the Heat. They're just absolutely... It seems like you know the Heat were on a really good run there. And really, to me, it seems like they kind of need to just clean house and start over. I just think they need to start over. Start fresh. Start new. Trade everybody away. Build around Bam or build around Hero. I don't know. Seems like things aren't working out in Miami. The Heat culture is kind of dying. Something new needs to happen. Hawks Advantage, We'll play the Celtics. Talk about that in a second as well. But tonight we have Bulls Raptors. Winner gets the Heat. Um, I don't really know who's gonna win this game. I'm really liking the Raptors. I just I like the Raptors. I think that they're a feisty team. You know, I think that if they can get a little healthier, maybe add a superstar like when they had Kawhi, they could honestly go back to NBA Finals. I love Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vee. It's just they're, good, they're a good one-two punch in my opinion. I think that they'll probably win tonight advance and probably beat the Heat probably too somehow because I just don't – I think the Heat are crumbling. Then on the other side, we have the Pelicans and Thunder. You know, this is – Zion's out. Um, he says he's healthy, but he doesn't want to play until he feels like Zion. Sounds like he might be doing a couple mental things. You know, the guy's constantly hurt. I'm sure at some point, you know, it takes a toll on your mental ability. You're like, should I keep doing this? I'm tired of this. You know, all that hoopla. So, interested to watch that game as well, you know, for the Thunder. This is one point where I like, I do like the play-in game. You know, for the Thunder, it's almost like a, okay, big-time playoff moment. We're still young. We want to be here in the actual playoffs in a couple of years. This is really a good game for them to kind of build that confidence and be like, okay, we can play in these high-pressure games. So, I I like that part of it. I do, however, think the Pelicans are going to win tonight. So, they'll advance on, play the Timberwolves. Where in that one, I feel like the Timberwolves are going to win. They're just at home. They haven't lost a playing game at home ever in the history of the playing game. It's only been around for like two years, but stats matter. So Timberwolves advance, play the Nuggets, and that is where we'll start in the first round. I'm giving out my full playoff prediction right now. Okay, Nuggets, Timberwolves. You know the the Timberwolves are very good defensively with you know having Rudy or Orbe- Rudy Gobert. Anthony Towns, you have two bigs to kind of man the paint, honestly. You know, their wings aren't bad defenders. Um, I just really think the Nuggets are really good this year. I really think Yochic is kind of just putting the team together the right way. He's dishing, he's dying, he's rebounding, he's scoring. So I really, I really like the Nuggets to win this game. I'm probably thinking five, six games, Jetonland sweep seems more likely to me. I do see this Timberwolf stealing one at least. Suns, Clippers. Obviously, this one's getting a lot of TV time lately. The Suns: Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant. You know, DeAndre Ayton. Just along with Chris Paul and Kevin Durant, you know, those two play any other big names. They've been big names for you know fifteen some twenty years now, almost it seems like for Chris Paul. Um, and then the Clippers, obviously, Paul George. I don't know if he's playing. I don't care. I, I do care. Well, I want Paul George to play because I do. I kind of want to take a feature on the Clippers to win because Kawhi is just that good when it comes to the playoffs. But I do think that this is probably going to be a seven-game series. I really do. I think it's going to be a grind-out, knock-it-out fight. But I do see the Suns coming out on top. Their lack of depth does hurt them, but I do like their super— Well, no, I'm lying. Clippers. Clippers win. Yep. Clippers are going to win. They're going to beat the Suns in seven in Phoenix. That's what's happening. Kings-Warriors 3-6 matchup. Kings had a phenomenal year in the playoffs for the first time in— was it like 20 years or something like that? It's been a really long time. Excited for them, excited for the fans, you know. Should be a fun environment when they kick off there. But then again, they are playing the Warriors, who, you know, we've seen the Warriors win multiple championships. They haven't been fully healthy this year, um, but they're, they're scary. They're a team that can make a run, they're a team that can, you know, win big playoff games. And in all honesty, I really do like the Kings. I think this one probably goes seven series, seven games too but I do see the Warriors coming out on top. Grizzlies, Lakers. This is the drama versus drama team. You think about the Grizzlies dealing with John Morant's drama, Dylan Brooks being a piece of shit. Um, then you think about LeBron being hurt all year, Anthony Davis being hurt all year, Russell being there, them trading for another DeAngelo Russell, a different, you know, different, but training for another Russell. All the drama that's constantly going on there constantly. Both these teams have constantly been talked about all year long, especially the past couple months on the news cycle. I do really like this series. It should be a fun one. I think the Grizzlies, you know, with their tenaciousness, it seems like they have, like, it's still like the, the what were they called? Something Grizzlies, I can't, Great and Grand Grizzlies it kind of feels like they still kind of have that mentality around in Memphis. I do like Memphis to win this series in five, though. I don't really fuck LeBron. Let's just say it. I hate LeBron, so I'm hoping he loses. Bucks and, what did I say? Bucks and Raptors. Um, for the first round matchup, I totally forgot there. Doesn't matter, Bucks for four O sweep. Sorry. Next question. Cavs Knicks, probably probably the most exciting first round matchup in the East, honestly. You know, the Cavs have been playing really good basketball this year. They're really coming along. You know, they obviously made the playing tournament last year, made the playoffs, I believe. Yeah, they made the playoffs. So they're really starting to put things together with Darius Garland. I love that guy. Knicks are obviously catching a little bit of heat here. You know, Julius Randle's playing good. Barrett's playing decent. So they're really starting to come together again. And Brunson, obviously, has been carrying them a lot. But at the end of the day, I really like the Cavs this year. I think they have a, a really good team. Tons of depth, tons of talent. So I think that they advance and uh, move on to the next round. Sixers and Nets. Uh, obviously, the Nets, you know, still been playing good basketball for most of the year. Michael Bridges, you know, he's played in every game he's ever played in. In the NBA, everyone, is always, he's always played. I, that doesn't sound like it makes sense, but I do think that the Sixers come out of this one. I think they win Joel Embiid, James Harden, Tyrus Maxey, move them on. Celtics, Hawks, Celtics, 4-0 sweep, done deal. Next question, please. That would be Nuggets and Clippers. Could be Going to be a really good series if this one happens. I, I really do like the Clippers, though, this year. I really love Chicks. I love the Nuggets. I love what they have. But I'm riding Kawhi. If is healthy, I don't see how Clippers lose. Warriors and Grizzlies, a rematch of last year's conference semifinals that found the Warriors winning. Do they do the same this year? I think they do. I think the Warriors advance, get past the Grizzlies as well. And we sets up for our Clippers-Warriors Conference Finals. We'll get back to that in a sec. Bucks, Cavs. Bucks, man. I like the Cavs. I think that they're really going to be a successful team in the East the next couple of years, but the Bucks are just a different level right now. They've been playing great basketball all year. I think Giannis carries this team on into the Eastern Conference Finals to either play the Sixers or the Celtics. You know, getting that one seed would have been it's nice for the bucks They, have, they avoid that tough 2-3 matchup. You know, Celtics they're hot right now. Sixers have been hot down the stretch, but there's one thing that continuously seems to happen for Philadelphia sports. They choke when it matters, so I don't. I don't. I don't think the Sixers win this series. I think Celtics win it in six. Done deal. Send them home. Bye, bye, Joel. See you never, buddy. That leaves us with our conference finals of the Clippers versus the Warriors. What did I say, man? I'm thinking about taking a future for the Clippers to win the title because Kawhi is gonna fucking carry this team. Just something about Kawhi in the playoffs. I just have a weird feeling this is his type of year. I. I honestly. I might just not tell my wife and put $100 down on fucking the Clippers to win the title. That's a great feature right there. They're at plus 1200 last time I checked. Sign me up. Give me my money. Probably, well, I'm poor. I can't gamble like that. But I do think the Clippers make it to the finals. Bucks, Celtics, Island, yeah, yeah, Giannis, 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 Chris Mendelpin, Drew Holiday, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, Al Horford, Peyton Pritchard, the list goes on and on of guys. I just love the Celtics roster. It's, that's all it is. I love my Celtics this year. I think they're on a redemption tour. I love them getting to the finals. So Clippers, Celtics, like I said, I might take a Clippers future here. But at the same time, Celtics are my team. I mean, I got a Celtics flag right there. This is the Celtics year. I want them to win. And I think that they can do it. And on see if I even, if I gamble $100 on, you know, the Clippers to make finals and they make it there, all I can do is just hedge my bet right there. Boom, boom, bang, bang. Done deal. We're making money. Game over. See you never. But that is today's show. The Boston Celtics are going to win the NBA finals this year. I can just feel it in my fucking plums. But that, like I said, that is today's show. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram tiktok and twitter i know some of these shows have been going short lately i'm working on a couple projects to hopefully you know have a longer episode more to talk about but i enjoy you spending you know any, anywhere from 25 to an hour out of your day to listen to me talk and ramble and bullshit and just get stuff off my mind so thank you for that share it with your friends and family help grow the audience so that we can start doing big things start doing interviews stuff like that but i appreciate you i love you but for now I gotta get to my closeout app so I can close it perfectly. I'm gonna start that over. For now, your boy Titties is out.